Hi, this is Margot Kelly with Political Commentaries. Today's podcast was inspired by somebody that I was having some very toxic, sort of catty little petty conversations and differences about Trump and, uh, well, thinking she was full-blown a Trump cult person. And come to find out, no, not so much. And oddly, but not terribly surprising because I know this is true, Republicans, not all Republicans are definitely pro-life. Some of them are pro-choice. Not all Democrats are definitely pro-life and some of them are pro-choice. And I have friends who are Republicans who are pro-choice. So, you know, there are common grounds with parties in beliefs and, and what they want. So what I felt, though, is when we started to really converse and look at how similar we are and what we want, I realized that there's so much more common ground that we can work on. And that's kind of the problem I see that is going on in, in, in our divisive nation now because of our party politics. And I think, no, no, I don't think, I know in healing, in, in uh, getting past these ideas of uh, our perceived notions of how people are, what they think or what their ulterior motive is or all that kind of stuff. Um, ultimately, I think we're all human, having a human experience, trying to get the best out of life and trying to walk away as unscathed as we can and unscarred and not completely debilitated, you know? I, but how do we do that? I mean, you know, if we're all kind of wanting the best for ourselves and our nation and others, but we don't see the common way to get there, then we should be looking at what do we want? Who doesn't want clean air? Raise your hand. Who doesn't want clean water? Raise your hand. Who doesn't want everybody to have health care and medicine that they need? Raise your hand. Who doesn't want everybody to have a roof over their head? Raise their hand. Who doesn't want the right, the right to protect themselves and bear arms? Raise their hand. I think we all agree on that. It's just that we don't agree on to what extent we are willing to um, create programs and systems in place and how that will protect those interests and at what price and what cost is it. And I think that's where we are very uh, divided. So you can say, well, I think I I want everybody to have clean air and clean water and I worry about climate control. You can say that. But what do we do? What measures do we take to show that it is a priority? If you can say, I do want everybody to have health care. I really do. I don't want people dying because they can't get insulin. What priority measure are we taking to make that happen? We need to focus on our common ground and not just our differences. And here's where I think a lot of the problem is, is we don't, there's so much them against me and they think this and they're communists and they're socialists and they're, they're trying to destroy the country. And 
There's a lot of talking points that are being passed on by Fox and Friends and other conservative groups that are creating this very toxic environment of we against them. And and when you sit down with probably anybody, I mean, seriously, I've got people that say things that I just want to punch them in the face too, but I'm not going to. But when you sit down and talk to them, if you really have their face in front of them, you say, hey, find out a little bit and you go, oh my God, this person's parents have Alzheimer's and just like mine. And oh my God, that person's, you know, fighting to stay alive and fighting cancer just like me or well, this person can barely cover their expense on their mortgage or their rent and their utilities just like me or they're doing great they're, 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 they they're did fabulous they worked everything but now their company laid them off and they can't pay off their school student loans and the things that they're carrying because they've been cut out or the place went bankrupt or whatever happens to anybody, whatever sad story that we as Americans go through in the battlefield of life. Okay. So when you talk to people and you go, you know, what is it? Who are you really? And why are you the way you are? And why do you believe and think that what the way you think and believe? And that is where we got to open up our ears and our hearts to listen and then discuss wait a second. So you thought that? I see. Let's see if that which you thought was accurate. And let's explore that which you thought that based your opinion on why you feel the way you do. Let's explore that. What you're going to find out is that people are either fooled and deceived and have the opinions that they have because they've been spoon fed to them by the source of media that they partaken on a diligent repetitive basis without exploring all the other forms of information and or fact checking fact checking and or um, political you know debates and hearings and things like that firsthand experiences so they're just passing on secondhand information so how do we get people the 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 accurate focus of information to at hand so that they can make educated decisions about what's in our best interest as a nation for a president and for our senators and things like that. How do we overcome our differences and unite on our common ground? That is the inspiration of this podcast from just talking to one person who I realized we, we had more in common than we actually had not. But we don't agree on everything. Okay. And so this person said, yeah, I'm not a Trumpian. I, you know, I, I was definitely against Hillary, so I voted for, for, for Trump. A lot of people did that. But now we know something, and we cannot ignore what we know. We now know because the experts have told us, the administration has, that has left by resignation or firing or... I guess that's the only two ways you can leave, fire or resign. We now know through watching Trump solicit three foreign powers to influence our elections by doing witch hunts on two of his candidates who were beating him in the polls. We all know that those involved in the White House who were helping as the, as the enablers and some of who are in prison 
taking their orders, the authoritarian influence that, that Trump had on them to get them to do things they might not have done without that inability to say no to somebody who's a masterful manipulator. So we know what's been going on. Now, what do we do with that information? We know about the children. We know that they were torn away from their parents and babies and children thousands of miles away, put in cages or whatever, for not a three-day thing and not because everybody was a child trafficker, because it was a zero-tolerance policy. We know that. And if we don't know that, shame on us, because we can just fact-check that any day of the week. We know the abuse because we watch it. We know the whistleblower got attacked for bringing up, hey, a foreign, uh, Trump's soliciting foreign uh, allies to run a smear campaign publicly and withholding money. We think that might be not so good. How do you attack somebody who does the right thing? Um, Something's wrong if you do. And if you condone it, something's wrong with you. So a lot of the whistleblowing that comes from the dog whistles, if you will, to get people to attack and hurt and slander and and yell out in the street when they see somebody who Trump turned on, you know, this is, this is mind control and frightful. Um, This is how you had people like Hitler getting other people to hate Jews. And this is how you rise a Hitler to destroy a democracy and to become a authoritarian evil dictator tyrant who goes out to set out to destroy mankind. So it doesn't happen overnight, so we got to pay attention to what are the similar signs, right? And when we see them, we can't ignore them. And we can't just say fake news because it's easier to listen to the malignant narcissist pathological liar and believe them rather than the thousands of other people that came forth with proof, including your own eyes that you saw. So at what point can we have common ground that we say we don't all agree, we are in different parties, but we can all say that we want to keep a republic? that that we can agree on. Can we do that much? Can we just do that much? Can we agree to keep our republic and have our equal power of branches not be undermined by a rogue president who feels they should be so much above the law that they seek the approval of the Supreme Court to, to make them so? Can we recognize that even that act in and of itself is a dangerous sign and flag to call alert to all of Americans? Can we go, who does that? Has anyone ever? Has anyone ever said, I want to fight all the way to the Supreme, well, Hitler, but has anyone ever said, I want to fight all the way to the Supreme Court to make sure that if I even kill somebody, that I can get away with it? As long as I'm president, I'll just never leave. And that's how I get away with it. I created a rule to never, never punish me no matter what I do. And I can continue to do evil and nobody can keep trying to say, stop him. Because I don't like it when they do that because that's what I want to do. I don't know, maybe that was why he kept putting all these people in place thinking that they're going to, all these many, many, many reasons he fights, fights, fights to the Supreme Court is one of these guys that he put in place is going to say, yeah, you can do it. Maybe that's what he's hoping for. But can we just not find common ground that we go, we know what we know now and we're willing to listen to the experts and we're willing to listen to all the testimonies and we're not willing to 
fall into conspiracies and we're not willing to call everything that's obviously not a hoax a hoax or fake news because that's what the malignant narcissist pathological liar tells you to do can we agree on just that and if we can do that then great because then we can say we're going to now what do we need to do to recover restore our constitution our national security and our healing of our completely divisive party politics what can we do i know what we can do we can take something that we all agree on and we can work together to try to make that happen. That would be progress, right? So who's going to become our primary, uh, when the primaries in, in the Democratic Party? I don't know. Is it Bernie? Is it, is it going to be Joe Biden? Is it going to be Amy? I mean, I don't know. But whoever it is, it may not be the, what I agree. Now, this person wants two-party system, which is more in line with Joe Biden. Other people want Medicare for all. I'm willing to go with anybody that isn't a malignant narcissist. That's all. Anybody. Anybody. That's not a malignant narcissist. Because I know, because my background in psychology, I understand Hitler. I understand human behavior. I understand why people inflict physical pain because somebody tells them to do it. I understand because of the studies that have been done and I understand the dangers of that. And I understand what I'm, what I'm seeing with my eyes and with my background in psychology and with my understanding of history and with Trump himself literally studying and having Hitler's speeches by his bed and even running his campaign on the same damn slogan, make America great again, make German great again. Believe me, believe me. There, it's a that's fake news. Fake news. You know, I, this, the the tactics are the same. The the abuse of power is the same. The trying to go to the highest level to be able to not be held accountable, and not be fired, which Hitler did. That's the same tact, the same underlying pinning motivation of a malignant narcissist personality disorder who can literally destroy our nation, our constitution, our, our, our national security, and the security of other nations as well. So can we agree, for example, can we agree if there's a bus driver and he's got all of our children in taking them off to school and somebody says, I saw him drinking, that we don't just go, you're a liar. And another person says, I found a bottle. You don't go, okay, that's not his. Somebody else must have planted it. And another person says, I smelled booze on them. And you don't go, oh, that was probably just rubbing alcohol he accidentally swallowed. And another person says, I bought him a drink before he got on the bus. Oh, you must be confusing him. He must look like somebody else you bought a drink for. And another person says, oh my God, I go to AA meetings with him and he's constantly relapsing. And you go, wait, you're not even supposed to tell us that. That's supposed to be anonymous. So let's just focus on that. In other words, if you keep giving excuses for the evidence and the testimony and the people and the warnings and the stuff, and then you say, get on the bus, kids, and they get on the bus, and the bus crashes, whose fault is it? Is it his fault or is it your fault? Because I think it's your fault 
for refusing to use your own intelligence and recognize that all these people who have come forth to show, demonstrate, testify, provide evidence that you chose to ignore because you, I don't know why. Maybe he's a, maybe he sponsors something that you like or maybe you just want him to drive that bus into the ground with those children because you think if he doesn't, there's going to be a big bomb. The kids are going to explode anyways. And he's the worst of the, the, he's, you know, at least they get a chance to escape this doom and group. I mean, who knows what's going on in the head of somebody that chooses that to ignore that danger and those evidences and testimonies and proof, unrefutable proof that you're putting a very dangerous, unfit driver to harm our children. And our children are our nation when the driver is Trump. And those who testified are everybody that has testified, including from his own uh, White House, including from himself, including from the people that support him, the Republicans who gave him a million dollars, including everybody, including all the proof of everything. You can't keep just making excuses to let the drunk driver harm us, harm our kids, harm ourselves, harm our nation, harm our allies. We can't continue crimes against humanity and say, yes, but the economy's good. You can't do it. I mean, you can because you do, but you should stop because it's wrong. And if we can't agree that that's wrong, that crimes against humanity should be instantaneously red flags that this person's unfit and are a danger to our society and you can't agree to going to the Supreme Court and asking your attorneys to say even if you shoot somebody you should be okay with that as long as you're a president that you should nothing 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 should be wrong for you to do and every time you do something wrong you get your minions and your enablers to do what you want them to do but when they don't you run a tweet to destroy their and try to ruin their career this is a disaster a bomb a frightful situation when we watch with our eyes people electrocuting people because somebody in a white lab tells them that's that's a, that, that that's a a fact of psychology and testing we have we understand the obedience blind obedience to inflict human harm if somebody in a position of authority says do this just do it we've heard the videos we've heard the tapes of him saying get rid of that uh that ambassador Yovanovitch whatever get rid of her get rid of her make her gone okay yes sir do this do that okay Grab those kids, tear them around, put them in the cage. Whatever you say, sir. So if we start to not recognize how Hitler's and Castro's and the uh, third world countries who are tyrants and uh, horrible themselves, malignant narcissists who destroy their 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 constitution or their um, what could have been a democracy or was once, then we are going to ignore those signs now that we have a real problem here. So how can we at least come together and at least all, what do we do with the people who say, 
yeah, I see it. I know he's not good. I know he's crappy. I know he's guilty. I know he's, but the economy's good. And you know what? I don't like those, the fact that somebody did some emails. She should have not been writing emails on her own server. She should have just done that at the office. And I'm really pissed about it. Seriously. I'm so mad. I don't know what was in the emails, but I just feel like what she shouldn't have done it. She should go to prison for, 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 you know, doing emails from her own home server or something like that. And that's crazy. Like, you know, President Trump has on the telephone, on the cell phone, not supposed to be doing that. That's a national, going into a private room, talking with Putin and making sure that nobody trying to hide notes, putting them on servers. These are, these are way more worse thing. Anyways, whatever. The point I'm trying to make is this. What is the lesser of two evils was a lot of people come to, and that's why they choose who they choose. And in their minds, they think this is a lesser of the two evils. So I'm saying to you, if you think that somebody who wants to give everybody health care and they have a plan and they believe that that plan's going to work, and it makes us go more in debt, and you think somebody wants to give more green jobs and get away with fossil fuels and clean the planet, but you think it's gonna hurt the economy, so you're saying, I wanna, which is worse, the economy or blowing the planet up? I mean, like, you know, these these things that we wrestle with in our mind about trying to come to an agreement about what our priorities need to be, if we could just start on the common ground of can we all agree that anybody that's not mentally unfit to be at the realm of the driver's seat who is blatantly abusing alcohol and putting children in danger, can we just agree that a malignant narcissist, a pathological liar, is probably the worst president in the world because they can't help it and maybe we shouldn't rally behind that can we agree on that so if you're not if you're willing to recognize the dangers of somebody who's you know uh mentally unfit and you're willing to go okay i can see that i'm not okay here's here's somebody who's got a flag on that person this person just got uh, put in prison for sexually molesting little children will i hire them as soon as they come out to be my babysitter is that what i'm going to do the the point i'm trying to make is you you we have a responsibility to our nation first our constitution to honor that and not let somebody undermine it before our very eyes and rally behind to support that if you see somebody who is an abuser stick his foot out to trip the person who exposed them then instead of clapping and applauding you might say we have to do something about that person who stuck their foot out do you know what i'm saying so if we can have common ground that we can agree that that let's start with that so now we're going to have let's say we can say let's say we can say yeah okay fine fine margo trump is a narcissist yes he is a liar and he has committed crimes against humanity yes the economy is not hurting me and i'm okay with that and it's i hate that he did that but you know what nobody's perfect if we can then just take that to another level and say let's back up for a second murdering crimes against humanity uh, abuses of power on a 
national or an individual basis is more than just not okay or not great. It's frightening because when they can get away with it, then you can create a Hitler with the power to wield even greater disaster. And you've got to look at the warning signs before they happen. Because what's the point of history if it's not going to teach us anything? So if we can at least say, okay, let me explore the similarities of a malignant narcissist, borderline sociopath in third world countries or in Hitler and find where the common ground there is, like, yeah, President Trump did have his speeches and ran his campaign on the same thing, you same slogan as, as Hitler did, make Germany great again. And yeah, I noticed he said everybody's fake news. Don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. Don't believe them. Just believe me. That, that, yes, that's how he operates. Discredit everybody and, and, and create anger feelings about a group of people and how they're the threat to that country. Yeah, I see that. They're they're coming over here to rape and murder your families and you. Like the evil, evil Jews. Do you not see? Do you not see the parallels that are you should? Because you need to. So what I'm saying to you is let's come to some common ground. We don't have to agree on everything, but can we agree on that? And then can we, whoever... I don't have to support that person 100%. And I don't have to be 100% on the left or 100% on the right. But can I be 100% against toxicity, corruption, lying, crimes against humanity, abuses of power, sick agendas? Can I do that? Can I get behind that? And then whoever does win this primary, whoever it is, can I work and find the common ground so so that we can maybe clean our air and clean our planet. And maybe we can not have universal care, or maybe we can have universal care, but we can work creatively how to come up with solutions. So let's remember something. Whoever becomes a president doesn't mean that just because they become president, that's their agenda, that it just happens like that. It doesn't just happen like that because Congress plays a role in what they agree or don't agree to. So. You know, the point I'm trying to make is let's focus on our common ground instead of our biggest differences because we want ultimately, I think, the same thing. We just don't know how to get there or we don't agree on how to get there. So let's keep the discourse open. Let's continue to recognize the flags, the red, red flags of uh, corruption and abuse of power and, 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 and recognize that that's something we can all not get behind. Um, And stop deflecting and projecting and denying because it suits your political party's agenda or what you think will benefit you in the end. Because that's completely immoral. That's like saying, yes, yes, yes. It is a child molester that molests, but but they're not going to charge me a lot for babysitting, so I'm going to let my kids go there. That makes you sick, really, to do that. You cannot condone evil because there's something you get out of it. You cannot condone abuse because you benefit on some other area because that is evil in and of itself. So that's my message to you. Listen, we aren't as different as we think we are. We all are trying to get through life with our families and with our ourselves. We want to thrive in a in a in an America where we can all have equality 
and um, roofs over our heads and love and care for those who are in need and sick and struggling and we just got to figure out how we can creatively do this together but we can't do it if we're so at each other's throats and we can't do it if we're in denial about who is the driver who's in you know intoxicated endangering our lives that we got to at least be willing to face and then and then see where we can go from there if we could just face that no, we don't need to feel like we have to applaud an abuser, a liar, a narcissist. Maybe we can just get to a point where we can recognize that is a greater threat than pain for universal health care. That's my thought for today. Until next time, find me It's Simply Marvelous. And uh, just remember, we're in this together, guys. This is, this is a collective thing, not an individual thing. We have, to, we have to find some common ground. See ya.